0: Hey, I'm Shamar. And I'm Andrew. We're going to be doing a deep dive on all the connected DC animated movies in their cinematic universe. Yes, I'm here to discuss the interconnected storylines and point out how jacked everybody is. And I'm here to share a deep comic book knowledge like Batman having his own sneaker line. So check out yet another DC animated podcast. Part of the Forgotten Entertainment family and coming soon wherever you listen to your podcast.
1: I'm Colleen.
2: I'm Anders. And I'm Daniel.
1: We're three nerds who met through our love of science fiction and fantasy storytelling. Of course, one of our favorites is George Lucas's signature achievement, Star Wars.
2: And if there's one thing the internet will never have enough of, it is nerds talking about Star Wars. (laughs) Bam. So we are here with yet another Star Wars podcast. Every week, we journey to a galaxy far, far away to discuss the films in the current Star Wars canon.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So this week we are taking a look at Star Wars parodies, and in like, a, oh my gosh, just <laughs> shut down. Like the entire <laughs> English language just left my head.
2: Guys, oh. this is this is the finale. I'm leaving everything in. You
0: That's know what? There. Fair enough. Yeah. So English left my head. What we're looking at specifically in this bonus episode is the 1987 film Spaceballs. Woo-hoo. So I mean. Woo-hoo. I think us bumbling through that just now is very indicative of Spaceballs. <laughs> like we're channeling the movie. So, Absolutely. are you too ready to comb this desert? Not only if I get a big comb.
1: There's <laughs> there my go. coffee.
2: I always have coffee when I comb the desert. You guys know that.
1: Of course we do, sir. Uh, whatever you know, what? <laughs> yes, I'll settle.
2: I will settle. I will settle for wine. It's fine. Before we get into our next segment, we'd like to take a second to tell you all about this week's sponsor, Bruce. Bruce is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With powerful sonic technology and ultra gentle bristles, the bruce redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling when you leave the dentist's office and your teeth are kind of slick. It's just really fresh, whole mouth clean every single day. Our listeners can get 15% off their total purchase with code POD15. That is P-O-D-1-5. Follow the link in the show notes and enter the code POD15 to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your
0: oral care routine. We'd also like to tell you about our new partnership with Fiverr. Do you need a freelancer to help design your new website? Or maybe you need someone to help write expert articles and blogs for it. Or an expert presentation designer to help with that big work project. Look no further than the number one freelance marketplace, Fiverr. You can find designers, programmers, and more within seconds. Some for as low as $5 per gig. Fiverr is the ideal tool to help you with pressing projects. Just post your gig or search for freelancers and you're off. You know, don't worry with the hassle of finding freelancers by yourself. Let Fiverr help you. See the link in the show notes to get started. Please note, Yet Another Star Wars Podcast is an affiliate partner of Fiverr. We may receive commissions on purchases and services you buy after you click the link. These commissions help support the growth of Yet Another Star Wars Podcast, and we appreciate your continued support.
2: All right. So Spaceballs, the movie was released on June 24th in 1987. It was written by Ronnie Graham, Thomas Meehan, and Mel Brooks, and Mm -hmm. also directed by Mel Brooks and starring Mel Brooks in two different roles. He's amazing. <laughs> He's fantastic. On a budget of about $22.7 million, it made about $38.1 million at the box office. Hmm. So technically a profit, and I don't know what the 80s were like with their marketing budgets. Like nowadays, they say you have to make about twice your production budget to yeah. break even with the marketing. So that wouldn't quite hit maybe, but I don't know about the 80s. It ultimately got some middling reviews, noting that it wasn't mm. Mel Brooks's finest work, but still fine. Ugh, I think rude. those reviews are full of it. Wrong! This movie freaking so rules. This is one <laughs> of Mel Brooks's
1: it's, finest it's, works. It's absolutely so
2: fantastic. Uh, and a fun fact I found researching this movie: in 2008, Spaceballs was developed into an animated TV series, animated TV series in Canada, <laughs> and a few of the original cast members returned, including Mel Brooks and the actress who played Vespa. Oh. Mm-hmm. But R- Rick Moranis was retired at the time, so mm-hmm. the part of Dark Helmet was passed from him to none other than the voice of every single clone trooper in Star Wars, <laughs> D. Bradley Baker.
1: Praise be. Yes. D. Bradley Baker. And now and I need to play. find that
2: show and watch it to see him play right? Dark Helmet.
1: Dark Helmet. <laughs> yes, here for it.
2: But all right, guys, oh on this gosh. rewatch, I mean, what are our reactions to this rewatch? <laughs> Daniel, kick us off.
0: I mean, this movie is so stupid in the best way. I <laughs> I love this movie so much. I I turned it on and I knew it was going to laugh, but I was surprised at how much I laughed. Mm-hmm. Like, I just I love this movie. <laughs> I saw it when I was like, way too young, so I oh, did yeah. not get half of the jokes. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. But, like, I think... Like, as I've watched more and more, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm catching things that I did not understand when I was a kid or a teenager. And I feel like I've appreciated it as I've gotten older, like, even more. Yes,
1: so much. Like, there's very sophisticated humor here.
0: And -hmm. there's also
1: very silly humor. (laughs) Malbrook's is so good (laughs) at melding the two together. Like, it is very silly. This is a dumb dumb movie with characters who are not smart (laughs) not (laughs) at all not not smart people in this movie (laughs) i saw it when i was around seven so let's see 87 i was five so i saw it probably in 89 yeah and i I laughed through it because i was a kid and i was like this has got some funny stuff for me didn't understand Mm -hmm. anything like no except like the fart humor and stuff like that (laughs) like Oh, A lot of the, the more like highbrow stuff Flew right over my childhood I do like the performances too Everybody is like Hitting it out of the ballpark Embracing what the movie is Yes, yes. They know what movie they are in
0: <laughs> And exactly. are
1: embracing it completely Mel Brooks is really good at Getting performances like that out of actors oh, Especially definitely. like If you think about like Robin Hood Men in Tights With Patrick Stewart It's like Patrick Stewart is <laughs>
0: I love how willing to be silly Patrick
1: yes. is. Yes.
2: I will say this. Robin Hood Men in Tights, for the longest time, that was my reference for Robin Hood. I had that and the and the Fox cartoon. I had not seen the Kevin Costner movie. I didn't see that until so much later. Oh, my
1: God. So then you, so then you saw the freaking Kevin Costner one and were like, they're ripping off Robin Hood Men in Tights. No, because
2: by the time I saw it, I was old enough to know that Robin Hood Men in Tights was a parody of that.
1: That is also fair. Unlike other Robin Hoods, I can speak with an English accent. (gasps) Carry (laughs) all (laughs) everyone. He should be in everything.
2: Oh guys, yet another Mel Brooks pod coming to a feed dare you sometimes.
0: (laughs) You know what was (laughs) doing.
1: I love I love all of his movies. They're they're fantastic. So good. Also, last note for me, the song is a banger. It really is. is It's amazing. I listened through. The credits just so i could listen to the song it's <laughs> like everything about this i am embracing everything
2: <laughs> it's true the song it reminds me kind of of the uh the ghostbusters theme
1: <laughs> yes mm-hmm. very eighties. Yeah. yeah
2: yeah, yeah. busting spaceballs makes me feel good <laughs> <laughs>
0: guys this movie is still
2: this movie is still so freaking funny I was laughing from beginning to end I mean I've seen this movie 20-30 times maybe over the course of my life like you guys I saw it when I was way too young I'm pretty sure I saw it I must have been like 8 maybe 9 because I know I saw this and within a year or two I saw Austin Powers and those were the two movies that basically taught me what parody is Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
2: like, what the idea of ripping something off is. Yes. And everything about it is just phenomenal. I love the Winnebago. Yes. I love Pizza the Hut. Winnebago. Lone <laughs> <No>, Star. <stop. Stop. laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure, actually, if I remember, if I'm remembering my life correctly, I remember being in sixth grade, and we had to do some kind of, like, we had to do some kind of project that involves us like designing a space society. (laughs) And I definitely forced my group to make our currency space bucks. (laughs) And it was because of this movie.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) A million. That's unfair.
2: (laughs) Like other groups, like other groups, I mean, Starbucks was like kind of blowing up at that point. So people were like making their Starbucks. I was like, no, these are going to be space bucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Come on. Yeah. Oh All right,
2: gosh. so we've kind of referenced it. I mean, in your guys' opinion, obviously this movie is however many years old. I can't do the math right now, but <laughs> yeah. how does it hold up? I mean, when we talked about uh, when we talked about Fanboys, we talked about a lot of stuff in that movie did not age well. No. And I don't know about this one. I think this one holds up pretty good. Daniel, what do you think?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a testament to the like the comedy in this movie and demille brooks that it's still so beloved it's still quoted as much as it is today mm-hmm. like I'm, i know, we're 30 some years away from it i don't know i'm not doing the math nobody corrects me
1: yeah our, um, our podcast skill does not include a math person
0: yeah <laughs> and like, i've been drinking like don't ask much of me yeah right andrews
1: now. is usually good at math but we're 34 can... i think we're at now that i
2: think about it
0: <laughs> Thirty-four. I mean, okay, yeah that so, sounds about
1: right yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so you're older
0: than me. (laughs) (laughs) So we get comedies from like the 80s and stuff, and you're like, oh. Like some of this kind of sucks now. And you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. this is kind of like weird or creepy. And no, like this movie had enough timeless gags that just like, oh, you're oh, no wonder this is classic. Yes. No wonder people still love this. Like, I will never not laugh at the opening when the ship just. (laughs) Keeps going no ever to come across. This is
2: oh so God. fun. And then it's good. got the bumper sticker.
0: Yeah, we break for no <laughs> one. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it's oh my like, there's, uh, there's so much good stuff in this movie.
1: I agree with you so much. Now that you mention 80s comedies, it's like you think back and you're like, oh, it was like a travesty shit show. I mean, some of them are nostalgic, so you're going to love them, like John Hughes comedies. I love them even as I watch them now and I'm like, ooh, ooh, oh, oh no. Why? Yeah. Why would you do yeah. that? Why? This movie, I have like none of that. Like there were no super cringy moments, like nothing that made me sit back and be like, ooh, Mal Brooks, you really shouldn't have done that. There was yeah. nothing.
2: It was weird. Really- the the moments that mm-hmm. the moments that would normally have aged poorly, he was back then doing what i think a lot of comedies would do now and you're making the fact that this is a tasteless joke the joke.
1: Yes. Right yeah. like
2: the virgin alarm.
1: Yes. Yes. Like
2: yeah, look very at how self-aware and and comedy. Yeah, are. very yeah. self-aware of what it's doing. Oh mm-hmm. my god.
1: And being like, yeah, it's this is set stupid. to go off
0: before you do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. And Joan Rivers just like fucking oh, voice god, work it's so amazing. <laughs> it's so perfect in that role. Okay, so oh, that, that joke
0: it. that that, like, virgin alarm thing went so over my head. Uh, oh, when yeah. I when a you're a kid, definitely you really know what that means. Yeah, and, like, now, like, as an adult, like, hearing all of that, I was hackling. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Oh and it's gosh. obvious, it's like, god damn it, Dot Matrix. They were just gonna <laughs> like, kiss. Come on. Like, they weren't gonna, they weren't gonna do anything else. More, you're all, you're all more, sitting there. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> Where's my trite of honor? <laughs> oh my god. I love this movie so much, you guys. I do love because it's pg was it pg or pg-13 one of the two they had at least one allowed fuck for the movie and they Mm -hmm. used it in the perfect place and let rick moranis say it and this is what we're all here for um my favorite bit though it's i have a magnet on my fridge and it is a small comb and on it says we ain't found shit (laughs) as a kid i lost my damn mind every single time we Uh, watched that scene i I cackled because swearing is funny like swearing is hysterical absolutely the guy he nailed that line i don't know if he has any other lines in the movie but it was perfection (laughs) love it perfect yeah it's just
2: everything about this movie is, it's still so good. I mean, from the beginning, if you could read this, you don't need glasses. <laughs> I
1: remember
2: that. Um, I do remember being young and watching it now. The The Jewish jokes definitely went completely over my head as a kid. Yes. And now I'm noticing mm-hmm. just how many of yes. them there are. Yes. Like when uh, oh, yeah. when the king is talking, even when the king is talking about the car, It's like my brother, Prince, (laughs) whatever, gave me a great bill, good price. He was very nice to me.
1: Yes. And that's totally (laughs) Mal Brooks. Like, oh, yeah. These are are like really space Nazis. Like, the one guy, the one spaceball guy says something in German or something very close to German. Yes. And Dark Helmet looks at him like, like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I guess we're going there. I guess that's what's happening. But Mal Brooks is a genius. Like, he can totally take that stuff. And it's funny, but it's also got that seriousness to it, which I enjoy. Like, yes. yeah, we're going to take out this evil space Nazis who are stupid. <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> so I think I think part of what makes this so good is that when you put so much speci- uh, specificity of yourself mm-hmm. into something, like yes. Mel Brooks putting so much of that Jewish humor into the movie, even if it's not something that you fully understand, when you get that specific, it somehow becomes like open again where like it becomes funny for everyone I don't mm-hmm. understand how that works I don't get it but somehow it just it clicks for people and I think that's part of what makes it so funny is Absolutely. that he puts so much of himself into it yeah
2: all right speaking of funny let's get into it guys <laughs> what are some of our funniest moments of this movie oh I can't we can't just say the whole movie like
1: I know if we could we would
2: just pull out the movie
1: and play movie. it <laughs>
0: damn it <laughs> i mean there's there's so much good stuff i can talk about but I, the two main things i'm going to bring up first michael winslow and his amazing sound effects Yeah, yes i lost the bleeps yeah. i lost the sweeps and i lost the creeps he's so good he was in this in police academy like yes. he's just he's a comedic genius i'm I love his performance in this. He's mm-hmm. so good.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: also just Rick Moranis. So good as Dark Helmet. When, no he, notes. when he's coming in and everyone's terrified. And then it's this goofy ass giant <laughs> helmet. <laughs> the dumbass tie. The tie. Hey, the tie I makes it. Oh my
2: god, the tie absolutely makes it. The
1: tie and the, the booty tiny shorts. shorts.
0: Like yes. That. And he's walking in and then he lifts up his stupid fucking helmet and it's Rick Miranda does <laughs> I lost it. Well, and then him, like, under with the, the, the coffee. Like <laughs> the coffee when he burns himself and spits it up onto mm-hmm. the camera. And then the next time he has coffee, you see him like so carefully pouring it. <laughs> like he is just a constant source of, of fun to me. like oh, Jim. Only one would dare use the jam against me. <laughs> Lone Star so good raspberry. And then if if I didn't uh bring up this line of dark helmets, like I would be remiss. The I used to say this with me and my brother all the time. It's the I am your father's brother's nephew's cousin's former roommate. Great. So what does that make us? Absolutely nothing. <laughs>
1: Yeah. the delivery the delivery fantastic! oh
0: god oh yeah yeah, yeah it's just uh, yeah i mean there's there's so much good stuff about this movie but like dark helmet and then one more line and then i'm gonna pass this off but vespas uh hey i don't have to put up with this i'm rich line <laughs> got me this time in a way it never has before
1: I'm
0: calling my like, father yeah i calling my big draco
1: malfoy <laughs> energy from
0: Exactly what we needed, guys—a druish
2: princess.
1: Honey, she doesn't look druish. John Candy, also. Oh, John! Oh, god,
2: John Candy! I love
1: him. He's he's one of my favorite comedic actors of all time. Oh my god, I love him so much. He's actually in my notes here. John Candy doing anything in this movie is amazing. (laughs) Right. His deliveries are hysterical. He actually had to carry around like a 40 or 50 pound backpack because of the ears and the tail situation, because it was an animatronic. Oh,
2: snap. Oh, okay.
1: So he was carrying around a huge ass backpack while he's trying to act in all this makeup with animatronic ears and an animatronic tail. (laughs) Well done, sir. Also, the person who was in charge of the ears and the tail needed some sort of raise. Because the ears are perfect, like they perk up at the perfect time. His tail wags like naturally. It looks like it's a real tail.
0: It really does. Yeah, they did really well with it.
2: All right, I do have one question about John Candy in this movie, Um, and I still, I I'm a monk. (laughs) I I didn't think of it while I was while I was doing my rewatch, so Mm -hmm. I don't actually have an answer. But I remember there always being this like back and forth in my own head. At the very end, again, great line delivery here. When the priest asks him his name, he's like, Barf, Barf. what's your Barf full name? <laughs> okay, is it Bartholomew? Like basically just Bartholomew, but with an F instead of TH? Yes. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, because I always, when I was a kid, I definitely thought it was actually Barf all on you
1: oh i mean that sounds funny although i think it's bartholomew like the name okay <laughs> but like we said before kids say hilarious shit and i think that's either
0: way is great, great play yeah.
1: words for both <laughs> Barf, oh not in here mister this is a mercedes <laughs> that's my name barf <laughs> such a good movie uh-huh. okay Uh, my other favorite stuff the comb in the desert I will always laugh no matter what (laughs) every single time don't I think we're taking that order too literally no we told (laughs) us to comb the desert we're combing the desert dark helmets desert safari (laughs) here stop (laughs) stop I totally forgot that he and
2: the (laughs) the hinge the the opening when it's closed it makes it look like a smiley
1: face yes costume design in this movie is out of this world i love it i love this part oh i don't know if any of us say this but the match luggage one two three four five it's kind of combination idiot would have in his match luggage (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, man. it's then, my course, industrial strength hair dryer and, and I, can't I can't live, live without it. it okay
2: this is one of my moments because I, I didn't fully appreciate this I, I knew it happened but I didn't like fully recognize it as like a hilarious gag until this rewatch is that they toss the hair dryer on the ground so the trunk is now empty but that they is. still pick up and carry it the trunk afterwards <laughs>
1: yes, they <do. laughs> yes they do and
2: they're like oh it's so much lighter
1: like we said, everyone in this movie is stupid. Um, next for me, Snotty. I love Snotty, the Scotty character. Oh yeah. Why is he in a kilt? Why? We don't know. But also, okay, fine. When he said look, Loman, I, was, I did not understand that as a kid. Obviously, I was nope. like, I don't know what he's talking about. But now I'm like, bah. <laughs> of course, we're gonna have a Scottish stereotype for in the spaceballs for some of reason. And we call them Snotty. Yes, it's snotty. Snotty beamed me just last night. It was wonderful. Wait, oh my for, god! That
0: character.
1: I loved her. Uh, I what wish Loch Lomond? Loch Lomond is a lake in Scotland.
0: Okay. There's, there's I was a, like, song, okay, a song about
1: it. <laughs> and I, I did not get that as a kid. And this time I was oh, like, yeah. oh shit. They're just dropping it in there. <laughs> oh, uh, no. And then my last one, one of my other favorite lines of the movie is, oh shit, there goes the planet.
0: Yes, the
1: apes yes 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 climbing up the nose the delivery
0: is so perfect
1: it's absolutely perfect and once again the costume department i'm sure they borrowed that from some yeah. someone they got that costuming from somebody because it oh, looks definitely exactly like the planet of the apes movie costumes and i'm here for it here for them being like no we want nothing to do with this situation
0: All right, so
2: for me, I mean, right from the outset, again, if you could read this, you don't need glasses. At the end of the opening crawl is just amazing. Yeah, I love everything about Pizza the Hut. He is just so funny. Vinny, the little like twerking droid thing, (laughs) you are delicious.
0: Gonna come for for you. you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, the fact that he ate himself to death. death. Uh The scene that always sticks out in my mind is the now scene.
1: Mm.
2: Everything that, that happens yes. now is happening now. What happened to that past that? When? Just now? Where? Now? Now? I'm pretty sure I could still do the entire thing. <laughs> From Where? The I was like, When? Can be now? Now.
1: Soon.
2: Soon. <laughs> I love that scene. I've always loved that scene. It was it was on this rewatch though that I was starting to think about that whole idea of instant cassettes. Yeah. And if you showed this to a kid or to like a teenager or whatever nowadays, are they gonna get that that video cassettes? Of VHSs were actually a thing. This isn't like a joke invented for the movie. The concept of a VHS. That might be one
1: thing oh, that doesn't like- age well. Yeah. <laughs> And Mr. Coffee, it doesn't nobody yeah. knows what Mr. Coffee is.
2: I have a Mr.
0: Coffee, I thank you. I hope that they understand what a VHS
1: is. I would hope so too, because it's very funny.
2: Yeah, and then another small detail I noticed on this this is the first time I've noticed this when he gets caught in bed with the two with the uh bubble mint twins mm-hmm. or the the winter mint twins, <laughs> whatever it is.
0: Chew your gum. Chew your
2: gum. (laughs) gum. When he gets caught in bed and he's trying to pretend he was reading, the book that Scrooge is holding is by him, and it's called (laughs) "Don't Blame Me." As like a meta commentary on politicians, like "Don't blame me
1: of anyone." (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Mel Brooks just out there predicting
2: solid thirty years in advance. Yeah. This movie was also oh, made man. probably right at the start of the whole climate crisis, plant global warming type thing. Yes.
1: <laughs> so we used all of our air. So now what do we do? We go and steal it from Planet Druidia. Yeah. Yes.
2: With their air the shield. The Perrier.
0: The Perrier. Oh, the Perrier. Yeah. Perrier. Oh Perrier. Yeah.
2: All the little brands of everything in this movie. I mean, everything oh, being gosh. labeled like Mr. Whatever is, yes. also, yeah. to me, that's very much like Adam West Batman. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wait. We we would be remiss if we didn't mention when they go ludicrous speed. Oh God! Yes, they've <laughs> gone flat. <laughs> oh we can't man. stop. We dangerous. have to. We have to slow down Bullshit. first. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> flying face forward, smashing into the control panel. Smoke if you got him. Yes, yeah,
2: smoke if you got him <laughs>
1: My the, brains the,
0: are going oh,
1: to my feet. We didn't talk about the stunt doubles either. There's just too many things. <laughs>
2: There's too many me. great jokes in this movie.
1: You it's captured their stunt doubles. <laughs> like,
2: oh, I will say I think so. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. when I was very little, I the one scene that like stuck out in my mind other than the now scene is the uh he shot my hair.
0: And then yes. she just, like, unloads and takes like on Yes! <laughs> that is my one of my mom's favorite lines from this movie. Like, it gets her giggling every time. Yeah. And it makes me so happy because, like, my mom's giggle is, is one of the funniest in the world. Like, I love it so much. <laughs> so yeah, I love yeah, watching this movie with her. <laughs> just her, her reaction. Oh, man. Her old mm. nose. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> No!
2: <laughs> Where did you get that? I, I mean, we could pretty much
0: probably quote yeah. this entire yes. movie. But yes, let's move can. on. Yeah. I mean, this movie
2: is a parody of Star Wars in mm-hmm. particular. So it is obviously referencing the movie. So let's go through a few of our particularly notable Easter eggs.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and I mean, the entire movie is an Easter egg. Everything yeah. about it makes a reference to something in Star Wars or something else in pop culture. My personal favorites though, I'm gonna start with Yogurt talking about merchandising. (laughs) They put the picture's name on everything. (laughs) Obviously Star Wars was one of the biggest merchandising achievements ever. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Kenner Toys, if you had just given George Lucas his $10,000 yearly installment, you would still have the rights.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Whoopsies.
2: For more information on that, check Um, out What's it called? The toys that made us, uh, mm-hmm. with the f- with the full details of that yes. deal. It's on Netflix. It's
1: so interesting. <laughs> it really
2: is. Um, I actually did a little bit of searching to see what Spaceballs products you could actually find. If I if I just typed it in on mm-hmm. Google, uh, you could find several products from this movie, including a can of liquid Schwartz. <laughs> but <laughs> I still am waiting on a goddamn Spaceballs the <laughs> flamethrower.
0: <laughs> I want one. <sighs> Well, we will talk about that merchandising a little bit more in the future. Definitely. and But I think one of my
2: favorites, it's not actually a Star Wars Easter egg. It is an alien Easter egg. And that is in that diner when the alien busts out of the chest of the Passenger, it is actually John Hurt, the yes. actor that this happened to yes. in the movie Alien. They got him to reprise the role.
1: I don't know how they did that. I have but no they idea did. how they convinced
2: him to do it,
1: but they did.
2: And that's why I he's mean, able to be like, not again.
1: Not again.
2: And of course,
0: I saw so, this movie long before I
2: saw Alien.
0: Yeah.
1: I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, oh, <wow>.
0: Mom. <laughs> so I had not seen Alien, so I had no frame of reference for this. They're just at a diner, and then all of a sudden this horrifying thing happens, and I'm a little kid, not understanding. (laughs) Yeah, and I was horrified by it. It freaks me out still to this day. I know it's coming, and it still makes me uncomfortable, and I actually haven't seen Alien yet. Oh, damn. I still have not watched Alien. Dude, Alien is so good. Oh, I know it's so good. I like, I've heard it's actually, a straight up horror movie,
2: but it's it's
0: good. Part of On it a house, baby. Yeah, part of it is I'm still so freaked out by that original, like seeing oh, it in Spaceballs. It's polls. worse. Yeah. Oh, so it's like, 10 times I worse. I don't <laughs> want to see it. I just don't want it like that. It created a fear in me. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, I hear you there. I hear you there. I, I love this. <laughs> Everyone who's around John Hurt, like his crewmates, looks like one of the characters from alien yes so they're they're dressed as characters from alien so it's fantastic all they needed was a little orange kitty cat but they also (laughs) had the dance routine for the freaking xenomorph freaking chest burster with the hello my baby
2: (laughs) and they even just have they even just have the side joke of what did he have oh change my order to the soup
1: (laughs) yeah oh he had the special um,
2: and again, not a, necessarily a Star Wars Easter egg, but this rewatch is the first time I really noticed when we meet Lone Star in the Winnebago, a, a reference to Harrison Ford. Obviously, he's completely dressed like Indiana Jones. He's got the brown leather jacket and the fedora, and that's, looking yeah, looking, looking smooth, looking smooth, looking like slick. Bill Pullman, well cast, very 100. Yes. percent.
1: He was like the third choice
2: everybody this in this movie, movie was like perfectly cast I think mm-hmm. you might be able to find another actress to play Vespa she's maybe. the only one who I can't really think of like other stuff she's done to compare no, to she hasn't done a yeah ton she hasn't done a ton stuff. but but I mean so she's perfect she as is Vespa. perfect to, yeah she's perfect in this movie don't get me wrong um,
1: but we could think about other people maybe that could
2: yeah but I, could I mean it. Mel no one but Mel Brooks could play yogurt
1: no
0: yeah oh my
2: god no
1: no he's amazing it's yeah. fantastic it's so good in that role all right uh for me we have planet of the apes of course when the mega maid looks like the statue of liberty with her hand on the vacuum handle and her head it, fantastic god damn it here come the spaceballs. <laughs> the movies in the background the vhs's yes are all mel brooks films including some of our favorites like blazing saddles young frankenstein there's a bunch of them. I mean, Robin Hood Men mm-hmm. is not there yet, because it hasn't been made. <laughs> but every single other VHS sitting there is one of his movies. Um, at the diner, the Millennium Falcon is parked outside, mm-hmm. which was a nice little kind of callback for, for George there, because George did like this movie. Like, he thought it was funny. Yes. And he was like, okay, yeah, this is cool. Although he wasn't keen on them doing any merchandising. Yes, so maybe
2: that's why I can't so, get a flamethrower because George Lucas was being a tightwad. Yeah, yeah
1: George is so, not, not going to have any of that.
0: <laughs> I did research this today. Mel Brooks reached out to George Lucas because he was kind of worried, like, is he going to be okay with me doing this? Mm-hmm. And uh, George Lucas is like, yeah, that's, this is fine. Like, I think this is pretty funny, actually. Like, you, And you've got a good story there, even if you took out the comedy. Like, that could be a yeah. compelling story. And so like, that's... Awesome praise from George. His one caveat was, you can't merchandise toys because mm-hmm. uh, he didn't want him to cut in on on the Star Wars toys. Because if you have some knockoff toys like that, you know that cuts into your market. And if so, they're cheaper, I think exactly. it's funny. Exactly,
2: it's interesting that you say that, Dana, Because I was thinking about this, like just the story in general. You've got the the small group of people, including the princess of a planet, mm-hmm. who. Mm-hmm end up escaping from the enemy and then they run out of fuel slash their hyperdrive is damaged so they crash land on a desert planet and ultimately have to kind of fight their way back. Basically the plot of Phantom Menace. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It really is. Very much so. They've
0: They've (laughs) tried the dark helmet of Phantom Menace. (laughs) Yes.
2: They Yes. They turned him into Colleen's favorite danger snack
1: oh no oh don't take god. maul away <laughs> don't take maul from the phantom menace the movie falls just apart. make rick
0: moranis the emperor oh my god that would oh be god. amazing
1: or if he's Borum, like if rick moranis is chancellor
0: Borum at the start
1: <laughs> like palpatine you're one of my best friends how could you do this to me it's like
0: wow i'm doing my best here what the hell
1: Oh, poor Chancellor Phorum. Okay. Oh, the last one that I found was that Laurene Yarnell, who is inside the Dot Matrix costume, was mm-hmm. a trained mime, just like Anthony Daniels, who played C-3PO yeah. in Star Wars. That so was they a great that little thing.
2: costume too.
1: Yes. Yeah, she looked amazing. Yeah, I mean, really the robot was. does look more like Joan Rivers
2: it definitely does but, <laughs> but it's, it's got the same a costume. it's a great costume. it's got the same thing that c3po does where the face is actually completely expressionless so you're relying entirely on the movements and the voice to mm-hmm. to do it yeah to relay everything i also i love the fact that her full name is dot matrix yes.
1: yeah
2: a reference yeah. to especially at that time like the original printer basically a dot matrix printer <laughs> mm mm-hmm.
0: mhm something i did not understand until i worked in an office where we still had a dot matrix printer and when i came back and was oh my god are you kidding me i never understood this joke for like 20 years <laughs> oh man
1: perforated edges what is this
0: oh god oh, god uh, when those printers. things get jammed oh my god
1: Everything so, gets
2: jammed. so- As a parody, Mm -hmm. like specifically as a parody of Star Wars, do you guys think that this fully works? I think I'm pretty sure we're in agreement. The answer is yes.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, when you can get George Lucas himself to be like, this movie is very funny. Like you won. You did it. Mm -hmm. The guy who made up the main property you're skewering thinks it's funny. And then also agrees to have ILM like do post-production for the movie. Like you won. You you
1: won won. parity right there. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. I agree, especially, and I—I mean, it had to have been good for George too. George is like Mel Brooks, is my parody of mice. Yeah,
2: this has to like—I—I feel like it was almost like a mark of success, right? It's like it's like if you were in the. I'm just gonna throw it out there as the '90s. I know it bleeds some on either direction. Whatever, it's like you know you've made it as a musician if Weird Al is calling and being like, "I want to parody your," uh, yeah. "I want to parody your yes. song."
1: Yes. Yep. Exactly. Perfect. Like it's
0: it's a mark of honor.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, I think Mel Brooks just really knows how to skewer a genre, so his mm-hmm. parodies are always excellent. This holds up really well against the other Star Wars parodies that we get. I think it's probably the best one. Definitely, and there are a lot of really good star wars parodies out there but oh. this is like the a game this is mel brooks oh yeah has brought the level that you all need to try and reach now which is nearly impossible to do but they do try it i do also love that this movie has the best president in the galaxy not da, da, da. not screw oh my no it has president whitmore mm. all hail bill pullman I'll hail oh. Bill
2: Palman, the best oh, yeah. fictional president ever. He has now officially saved two planets. Two. Two.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: president more for life.
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm curious how, what you guys are thinking. Mm. How do you feel about the prospect of Spaceballs the sequel, <laughs> the search for more money? <laughs>
1: I oh man I would be cautiously optimistic about it like can we get Vespa as like the older Leia with Lone Star being the older Han they're trying to raise like their unruly kids and then the Spaceballs (laughs) somehow return (laughs) somehow they've returned for revenge oh my god yeah I could totally see that happening although they would really need to get Rick Moranis out of retirement from acting
2: very true. I was actually wondering about that. I'd been wondering about that for a little while, ever since I knew we were really going to rewatch this movie. I was like, kind of wondering what happened to Rick Moranis. Because, I mean, he was on a yeah. career high yeah. at the last,
1: Yeah, I knew. Amazing it, is,
2: it is a little bit tragic. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, his wife passed away from cancer in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, he did keep acting for a few years after that. Uh, But then he ultimately decided to take a break, stay home, be a single stay-at-home dad for his kids. 100% understandable and good for him for being in a financial position to be able to do it, absolutely. He did some voice work throughout the 2000s, um, sparingly. And when it came time to kind of like actually come back, he was just like, you know what? I don't miss it. And I don't have to, so I'm not going to. Good for him. And good for mm-hmm. him. Yo, respect for making that decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He is, however, currently slated to come back in the reboot sequel to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, tentatively oh. titled Shrunk, where Josh Gad is playing his son, Nick.
1: Yes. <laughs> as you're you're for it. Yes.
2: And I feel like This isn't confirmed and I didn't see anything on it, but I feel like I saw something about it that he is somehow involved in I think they're remaking uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Oh! I think he might be involved in that that in in some capacity. I could be wrong about that. Don't quote me. Correct me. Whatever. That would Uh, be sweet
1: if he did that.
2: That would be really sweet if he was involved in that. In terms of Spaceballs the sequels, yo, give it. Just give it to me now. I mean, we live in the age of IP, mind everything. They made five scary movie movies and you can't make a second Spaceballs. They made three Austin Powers movies, two of which were good. Let's go. Give it to me now.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be the kind of curmudgeon on this one and say, I don't think I really want it anymore because like Mel Brooks is 94. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't think uh-huh. he's going to have the energy or the desire to... Be involved, and if he's not involved, I don't really know how much I want that. That's um, you could probably find someone who has like some some of the same sensibilities, but without Mel Brooks there, like it it will have a different feel, and I think yeah. it, it might not be able to capture everything that that Mel could bring to the table. That's Plus, true. Unfortunately, with with you know Joan Rivers having passed and John mm-hmm. Candy having passed, yeah, you've got some major components missing
1: yes you
0: would you would have to find someone who just really understood Mel Brooks's sense of humor and sensibility yeah. uh, on like a deep level now I don't Maybe know his son
1: could do
2: it I was Max, gonna say I don't Max know Bruce. if I don't know if how prolific his son is in Hollywood but I feel like he might be able to I'm pretty sure I've seen now I can't remember if it was his he does son. the or, zombie stuff I can't remember if it was his son or actually one of his grandsons. Mm. I remember seeing them in like a little PSA that they produced, him and Mel Brooks during COVID. And they were like-
0: I think that was his grandson.
2: It was his grandson. He was like standing in the backyard and Mel Brooks was inside. And they were like, yeah, this sucks that we can't actually touch each other, but he's 94 and we're in the middle of a pandemic. This is the best that we can do. And they were like showing people and Mel Brooks absolutely had all the same energy, all the same like oh yeah, the shtick and the comic while he was doing this, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: but it was still very serious, which again is one of the reasons why his movies are so great. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, God
1: Dracula Dead and
2: Loving It is one of the best Dracula movies ever.
1: I don't know if I can agree with you on that one. I mean, mean, there are
2: so many, but. There
1: are so many. And there are so many bad ones. Like, yeah, it's probably true that. Yeah. I mean, you
2: could probably (laughs) toss out all but like one or two of Christopher Lee's.
1: Yeah. We're sorry, Christopher Lee. We love you, but also you made a lot of movies. And some of them were not good.
0: (laughs) Secure the Bad King, but also take better scripts.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. We love you, though.
2: All right, guys, I think that is going to wrap up our main discussion on Spaceballs. But <laughs> before we head out today, guys, so this is the last episode for a little while of yet another Star Wars podcast. When we planned this out, we knew we were going to go through all of the movies in the Star Wars canon, plus our bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to have some conversations, decide where we want to take the podcast next. I mean... Just like we say, the internet will never have enough nerds talking about Star Wars. There's always more Star Wars to talk about. But we just need to take some time and plan out what's next for the pod. So as a little bit of a parting, we have now gone through 12 Star Wars movies. 12. (laughs) 12. And we are going to give you guys and each other, we have not revealed these yet to each other, so we'll see if there are any surprises, our official power rankings. We've talked the movies, we've talked legends, we've talked canon, we've talked parody. Guys, what are your power rankings for the 12 Star Wars movies we've discussed? No TV shows, Colleen, Rebels is off the table. (laughs) 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 Wow, fine. (laughs) Who wants to go first?
0: uh, I'll jump in first. So Empire is at my number one. It has never fallen off that ranking it is just solidly there at this time rogue one is Mm -hmm. second it and last jedi have bounced around in position but rogue one for me second last jedi is third Mm -hmm. and then return of the jedi is uh is like right there underneath last jedi like those two could flip in the right scenario Mm -hmm. i just have to be in the right mood
2: Given your Ewok stance, like, I
0: am shocked at this at I'm this placement. I am absolutely I'm kind, I'm stunned. <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of the Ewoks, but everything else around it is so compelling that Luke I can stuff. forgive it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, uh, part of it is I have to let go of what could have been, and just uh, excuse me, let w- go of that purpose. Well, <laughs> the still. Uh, Yeah. That was yeah, that was just the little bit of anger leaving my body so I can say, you know what, Ewoks, thank you for your contribution. You're not what I hoped, but you're you were there, so thank you. Uh, so after Return of the Jedi, it's a new hope. Uh just classic. Force awakens right underneath that, but these two gave me some of the biggest trouble. I kept putting Force Awakens first and then New Hope and flipping it back and flipping it back um those two fight neck and neck because i mean yeah i get the criticisms force awakens is basically a new paint job of a new hope but it's a fun one it's really fun yes um but i think the classic nostalgia of a new hope wins out just a little bit uh revenge of the sith is after force awakens uh then we've got solo Mm -hmm. and then phantom menace Rise of Skywalker is mm. 10th out of 12. Like I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. It was just it there's a lot of other Star Wars movies I'm gonna watch first. Oh clone. I, just Wars I didn't one even one. include
1: it on my list, so I had to put it in there.
0: <laughs> yep. You know what? It's fine to leave it out. Oh uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm being mean on like unintentionally. There's there's good stuff to be in there. It's just mm. The the less I say, so I don't go into another rant. Clone Wars at eleven, and then mm-hmm. we've got Attack of the Clones last. Flo, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just
1: we are very. If sad. I'm gonna
0: watch this movie, I'm gonna watch clips of it. Yeah, or I'm gonna watch the. Don't don't, don't
2: get us wrong. That's exactly side. what Flo is watching too. She is watching clips.
0: Fair enough. The good, the good she she is watching the clips I feel of like Babu. We're watching different clips though. Yeah. <laughs> She's watching clips of Naboo, and I'm just being a slut for Sonic Charges.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) so so is Flo. (laughs) I
0: know her love. I know her love of Sonic Charges as well.
1: She will definitely be all in for the Sonic Charges. Mm -hmm. As am I. They do sound amazing. Okay, um, it, Anders, no TV (laughs) show. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just the movies. Just the movies. Okay. Just like Daniel, Empire is my first. It will probably forever be my first it's amazing one of the best twists in all of movie history i mean you really can't beat it it's going to be very difficult for any star wars movie to topple empire from the top next the last jedi i love 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 this movie innovative interesting shot beautifully well acted rogue one next and those two can flip-flop to any given day once again perfectly cast it came out of like this really weird rut from like they switch directors they switch writers like there's so much drama going on and yet it's still a great movie a new hope classic love it han solo harrison ford looks real good you guys (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) another reason that a new hope will always be so does carrie fisher carrie fisher does she everyone looks so good in this movie like they all look fantastic and even Mm -hmm. alec guinness is like killing it as obi-wan in this movie Number five for me really surprised me. I put Solo here.
2: Interesting. I respect
0: that. It, I respect that.
2: Respect
1: the choice. I'm curious, like, Ooh,
2: what your jumped. thought process was as, as to when you were making the list. Like, what was the thought process?
1: It was really strange because I was like, what's number five? Because I, I mean, okay, it has "Mall" at, at the, are, so that Maul at the like end. That instantly gives
2: it, like, 20 buttons.
0: Sam
1: Witwer's voice like cascading oh, out of the screen better. at me was something that I will never forget but mostly I think it's just it's fun like this is a fun movie yeah the casting is flawless like all I have to do is think about like L3 and Landau and I'm like well there we go there's a movie like it does the entire movie this could just be them that it would work oh, man. I, I just really enjoyed it on the rewatch I watched it with Flo when I was in California and we were just like laughing and we were like, this yeah. movie is really sexy. Like it's a sexy star Wars movie, mm-hmm. which doesn't happen very often. It has. We listened
2: to our episode on solo. If you, <laughs> <haven't.
1: laughs> you want to hear about the sex. Yeah. Do you want to hear about the, uh,
2: the lack thereof and how much flow wanted there to be fucking on capes?
1: Well, I mean, yeah. they were right there. <laughs> they were right there. The capes were there. Lando was busy. They could have been fine. please
0: land up with the
1: joy of having all of those tapes if you're not gonna fuck on them that is fair totally fair freaking woody harrelson coming out of nowhere next (laughs) i have the force awakens love it such a good romp of a movie like yes it's a solid film i can just put it on and watch it or put it on while i'm not like while i'm cooking or something and i will enjoy it it's gonna be great yeah lower than some people might have it return of the jedi it's just not one of my favorites like it's not one that I'll go back and watch like on purpose really I like it but it's just it doesn't do as much for me like Solo's more fun than okay. Return of the Jedi for me I for think me, so at least. yeah I can see that it's yeah, like that, a rewatch it's not a rewatchable for me as much as the other ones are and then I get into the mess of the bottom part <laughs> Revenge of the Sith is my favorite from the prequels although yeah. the phantom menace has climbed higher recently because like yeah small is in it so yes of course it's going to be higher but i also mm-hmm. i love liam neeson i think he's fantastic in this movie ewan mcgregor amazing even with that yep. stupid braid why did you do that to him there's good po- there's good uh. moments in the movie it, it works really well as a movie Next, we have Rise of Skywalker. It just keeps falling. Every time I watch it, I'm just like, uh, mm-hmm. I like parts of it. But I don't yeah. like enough of the parts to want to rewatch it again and again. Mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones is next. I'm also sorry, Flo. For- <laughs> <laughs> parts of this movie are very good. And then last, Clone Wars, I I can't. I cannot.
2: <laughs> I mean, it is most
1: of this movie. <laughs> we
2: said we said it in the episode. It is hard to place it on the same standard yes. as the rest of these, yes. but I decided really to throw it in there for consideration to oh, see yeah, where it definitely. landed in y'all's rankings. It's
1: it. Uh, I like it, but once again, I'm not going to go out of my way to rewatch it. Even when I do a rewatch of the Clone Wars, the series, I do not watch the
0: movie. If Attack of the Clones wanted to be above Clone Wars. It should have included a Ventress, but it didn't. So <laughs> they made that mistake, and that's why it's How it
2: amazing would that arena have been if Ventress oh. was around? Oh.
1: Yes, amazing. Yes, for, any, guys, really for any, of any of you guys, for of you guys who
2: are so, you guys are all listening to this. You can't actually see it. Daniel just did the most <laughs> diva like look to the oh. side, hair flip thing. Like, mm.
1: uh, yeah, just, Ventress, uh, yeah. give it to us. I
0: mean, come on. George lucas is afraid of
1: sex so of course Ventress is not going to be in this movie
0: (laughs) yeah they didn't want to have a hot bald alien woman flirt with obi-wan in the most sensual sexy way
1: it would have been could have been the best Mm.
0: damn movie in the Mm. world
1: yep Mm. fuck
0: all right (laughs) so for me
2: like you guys the top of my rankings very much resemble most of you guys i think Top one, mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back. It is mm-hmm. not only one of the best, it is not only the best Star Wars movie, it's one of the best movies ever yes. made. It is so yes. well Stand made. Good. It is so yes. well executed. Everything about it works. Um, it is one of two, maybe three movies I could think of that the the second installment is the best in a trilogy. Yeah. Which is very hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, second for me, and I think this rewatch actually solidified by two and three. Um, second, I have Rogue One, and third, I have oh, Last yeah. Jedi. They are very close, but my my issues with the whole stretching out the the premise of the chase is, is I think what just mm-hmm. drops Last Jedi below Rogue One very very briefly. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, on this rewatch, I thought Rogue One was edited so freaking well, especially with all the reshoots and the the behind-the-scenes things. It was edited together so fucking well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number four, I Have a New Hope. It's the one that started it all. I mean, it is so fun. It is so well done. Uh, Then Return of the Jedi, Mm -hmm. uh, Force Awakens. Uh, then comes Phantom Menace. I maintain this is the most (laughs) underrated Star Wars movie. It is the one that usually ends up at the bottom of people's lists, and I'm like, no, it is a lot better than you remember.
1: It is. Uh, Yeah. Jar Jar is not that freaking
2: bad. I'm not saying he's good, but he's not that bad. Yeah, he's
1: alright.
0: I'm not sure I'm ready to go that far yet, but (laughs) understand what you're saying. (laughs) All
2: right. Uh, Then, for me... I was surprised at the order of my bottom here i mean then i put solo again this is only the second time i've seen it but it did very much climb the ranks on this okay. rewatch mm-hmm. i still think it should have been three movies and there's That's way fair. too much going on there's for a, a single there. <laughs> movie but okay mm-hmm. then comes the clone wars movie mm-hmm. then attack of the clones Rise of Skywalker, and at the bottom, <laughs> I will put the two Ewok movies and the holiday special before Revenge of the
0: Sith. I just, I understand that your opinion Wild is bullshit on this, but the fact that you have like the Clone Wars movie above this, you yes. have Attack of the Clone, you have. Rise of Skywalker above this. So here's where my thoughts are on on each of those. Here's where my
2: thoughts are on each of those. The Clone Wars movie. Again, it's very hard to place it in the list of anything because it is a totally, it is very much a separate entity. But it was still so much fun to go back and yeah. And maybe I have a little bit of bias just knowing where it's going, like with Mm -hmm. all of the knowledge of the series.
1: It's better with having seen the series.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised that Attack of the Clones fell as much as it did in my rankings on this rewatch. I still consider myself kind of a defender of this movie. Um, but I think that it's mostly the third act that I think it elevates it so much. Hmm. Like yeah. on this rewatch, I noticed so many more flaws in in the front part. And then Rise of Skywalker. I didn't think it was going to be high in my rankings by any means, but I thought it might be a little higher than second to last because plenty of problems. We talked about them for almost, uh, for (laughs) almost two and a half (laughs) hours. Yeah. For almost two and a half hours, cut down to just under two. Um, But it is still fun while it's, while it's being a hot mess. Like I could throw that on and just kind of like, I could kind of zone out and just enjoy the romp as Mm -hmm. we're going
1: yeah Mm -hmm.
2: but when i'm thinking about it it is absolutely towards the bottom
1: yeah
2: it is second from the bottom and yeah, no revenge of the sith is solidly in last place (laughs) and uh i am currently doing the whole like change my mind beam
1: (laughs) i will not try because i have heard the rant (laughs) and it is a solid rant it is a very solid rant yeah
0: I'm just going to nod and say, you know what? Everyone is entitled to be where they are in life. And um, we all make choices. Are they necessarily good or bad? That's for us to determine. Um, And we just live with what we do. So, Well, all
2: right, y'all. As always, we will end today with recommendations. And I am going to start us off with a couple of other Star Wars parodies that I think are worth checking out. Number one. You guys know me. I love me some Lego Star Wars. Check out Droid Mm -hmm. Tales, where they pretty much go over the events of the first six movies um, in Lego animated form with C-3PO as your narrator. If you've ever wanted to see Jar Jar Binks shot into space multiple times, (laughs) do it.
1: (laughs) This is for you.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then I have to also definitely give a recommendation to the family guy, Star Wars specials Mm -hmm. another one that actually did it extremely well Mm -hmm. Um, they in about 40 minutes they really do a great job of covering all of the content of all three of the original trilogy movies Mm -hmm. Um, and then I've also got to shout out this came out as a short on Disney Plus I think it was on Star Wars Day uh, this year so just about a month month and a half ago or so if you haven't watched out uh The Simpsons, The Force Awakens from its nap. Maggie. It is amazing. What? It involves Maggie Simpson in a like Star Wars daycare. I instantly thought of Colleen because her like Nemesis baby it's is Maul. Is Maul.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: What
1: the baby check this one out eyebrow. on Disney
2: Plus. Go on Disney Plus <laughs> oh, and find The Force Awakens from its nap. It's amazing. Do guys, it's I do really not cute. know about this? It's really cute. It's really good. And if you guys are complete computer nerds, um, I will try and find the command and put it in the show notes. Not necessarily a parody, but if you're ever just sitting at your computer and you don't know what to find, look up Star Wars ASCII art and put it into your command line module and in like the little the black like command line window that pops up sometimes on your screen it will do an animation playing out the events of a new hope
1: wow last like it
2: lasts almost like 20 minutes it's incredible
1: (laughs) holy shit Nerds of the world unite. <laughs> exactly.
0: I will YouTube that because I am not technologically savvy enough to do it myself. Neither, I'm very
1: afraid.
2: <laughs> Daniel, do a search on your computer for CMD. <laughs> I, like, and that's how you pull up the window. This thing
0: and I am not going to like, yeah, look, you say Yeah, I was
1: going to say, say, Daniel that? just got a new laptop. We're not going to destroy <laughs> <Yeah>. it.
0: <laughs> you say that, Anders, but I'm going to like touch it. And then all of a sudden it's like, you have Explosions. wiped your entire <laughs> operating system. And it's like, oh, cool, cool, cool.
1: All right, all right. okay all right mine (laughs) now that i know daniel hasn't seen it and i assume he hasn't seen the other ones either i have to recommend alien and its sequel aliens Mm -hmm. directed by ridley scott and james cameron respectively both are staples in the sci-fi horror genre they gave the world ellen freaking ripley y'all who will Daniel? my dog is
2: named after ripley so i need you to watch this movie
1: Gorny, both Weaver of them actually was nominated I'm for old a best now to actress Oscar for Aliens.
0: Oh.
1: a horror
2: Sigourney movie,
0: Weaver, a queen, a yes. queen, a
2: queen. Wait, a queen. wait Aliens, Aliens. I don't know if Aliens qualifies as a horror movie, it's much more sci fi,
1: action, adventure, sci fi, horror. Yeah. I mean, parts Ali- are very Alien, horror. Alien is very is much very horror. horror. Yes, Alien is like Haunted House,
2: yeah, and haunted Aliens house and is like
1: Invasion. And every and we're all going to die. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Plus, there are space marines who think they're cool. We are your (laughs)
2: badasses.
1: I love Bill Paxton, and he and James Cameron have a really good relationship in their films. And I love him in Aliens. Oh, totally. Game over, man. Game over. He's so good. (laughs) Oh, Daniel, you need to watch these. I mean, the first one is much scarier yeah like viscerally much scarier I like aliens is, movies, aliens though. is fun and but also they don't,
2: they don't listen to the smart woman and then she gets away with her
1: cat yep yeah yep smart woman survives with cat
0: <laughs> look if sigourney weaver and a cat are ever telling me what to do to survive i'm gonna be like yes ma'am yes. i am doing whatever you say yes mm-hmm.
1: alien is also um really good at flipping tropes
0: Mm-hmm. Very Which much Which was so.
1: interesting for the horror genre at that time because you, like there is the final girl kind of trope situation but she's usually like virginal and not maybe the brightest bulb on the tree but yeah she still lives. Whereas Ripley is like so smart and she's third yeah. in command of the ship so it's like you should have been fucking listening to her but they don't. It's mm, mm-hmm. some wild shit. Wild shit happened.
0: <laughs> Great movie oh, yeah. Daniel you Hit should alien. watch it.
1: It's fantastic. I've
0: seen Aliens vs. Predators. No, it's not good. It's not. Yeah, good. No. Wait, wait, hold. On. on. I need to clarify I am here. Have you?
2: <laughs> wait, have you seen just the the second one of those, the Aliens vs. Um, Predator Requiem? No, 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 no. I saw like the 2004, like the like, one Alien vs. Predator in, with in the, the Antarctic, Antarctic yeah. Yeah. the
1: Antarctic one with yeah. Lance Henriksen. Okay,
2: again, yeah. I'm not saying that that one's good. It's it's not particularly good oh it's so goofy than requiem and, and it John. is a little underrated oh, though bad. requiem is just terrible it's horrible requiem's so bad. bad i
0: actually turned it off um i watched like alien vs predator when i was i don't know like 12 uh like i watched it in middle school with a friend um no
1: i'm Go trying watch to remember
0: how it was i'd with. rather um, you watch, watch alien 3
1: sure. wait have, you ever, have you ever seen predator yeah, have you seen regular Predator
0: original? I saw Predator on TV like multiple times as a kid, but I don't think I've actually watched it like through. On All right, Daniel, you anymore. have homework.
1: You can't just yeah. watch a oh. television version of Predator. It has swearing. Look,
0: in it. Okay, it's <laughs> the <laughs> last episode. It's the last episode. I'm gonna reveal some embarrassing stuff here. Guess no. who's also never seen Jaws? <gasps> what? I yep. saw Jaws when yep. I was
1: six. I'm terrified of swimming pools. So, so I've going.
0: had this conversation with my parents. I'm like, these are classic movies that like, I feel like I should have been exposed Dude, to. You are a grown
2: ass adult. Get on this. You have had a year yeah. of freaking COVID quarantine. And you have <laughs> okay, seen Jaws? I, this
0: is, this are you is kidding me? across like three different phones, but I have a list of, um, of movies that I need to watch that are like super long. Mm -hmm. Um, i
1: would move those four that we gave you up i would absolutely and i don't
2: want you to go through the full list but i do want you to send it to me so i can post it on instagram
0: um let's see i'm i'm editing it because some of these i have seen since then like i have seen um rear window oh thank god okay good (laughs) um like i have seen casablanca Mm. so I don't think I've ever seen Casablanca.
2: I'll actually say I've never seen Casablanca.
1: Casablanca's good. It's a fantastic movie, but yeah, it's not alien. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. people will disagree with me and be like Casablanca is like number like top five movies. I have seen the the parts of Casablanca
2: that require me that I'm required to see to understand all the references.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. This is fair. Daniel gosh, you got a long list. Okay. Yeah. Next, next, everyone, please watch the Orville. Yes, I love love this TV show so much. It's Seth MacFarlane, a comedy. starts out as a Star Trek parody, like pretty much across the board, and then all of a sudden it gets better than any it has any right to be. Like I, I started watching, it was like, "What is happening in this show? Why is it getting so good?" It's it's so good. And Seth I remember MacFarlane watching is the show, really funny.
2: I remember <laughs> watching the show, and it was like totally funny, trying to do the full workplace comedy. Yes,
1: yes but it was a stretched
2: but it was stretched out it was a you know without commercials like 42 minute show yeah. it wasn't like mm-hmm. a 22 minute office sitcom no. yeah
1: yeah they tried to make it like a dramedy
2: they tried to make it a dramedy and, a and then they and then they leaned into the dramedy
1: mm-hmm.
2: aspect of it and it just gets so good it basically so becomes good. it becomes a solid star trek show with a little yeah. bit of comedy
1: yes so so good and very self-referential for our time also mm-hmm. it's so so good the third season is finally going to be airing this year in october supposedly on hulu instead of fox which i'm here for because i have hulu <laughs> Like, yay. yes hey.
2: i have my friend's you hulu password
1: yeah right exactly i've been waiting for this freaking show to come back i waited all through covid i was like where is the orville season three yeah <laughs> and now we're finally, finally going to get it. Very and it's exciting. another
2: one of those shows. I So I'm curious now, this getting completely off topic, away from mm-hmm. Star Wars, Star Trek, getting into general content things. Mm-hmm. You guys know me, I'm a content junkie.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I watch almost everything. We're getting into an age in TV, especially, where the idea of a show being canceled is kind of going away. It's kind of just like, hey, we're on hold for now. Until we'll we decide until we decide what to do next. So the Orville is more or less ending with season three, but yeah. it's not like officially canceled. It's kind of just like yeah.
0: mm-hmm. it's kind
2: of in this like weird holding pattern of you know right. what, if we get a good idea for another season, we'll do it. Like this is what they and, do I mean, yeah. with <laughs> shows like a lot of comedy shows. Shows like South Park, it's always sunny, like mm-hmm. And the creators are just like, don't ever accept them as cancellations. Just be like, no, I'll be back in a couple, of, if I have a good idea, we'll come back and we'll, we'll do back. 10 episodes and it's fine.
0: And they and can so do these things, um, And they're
2: just continuing to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. What's the David Venture show, uh, Mindhunter? Mindhunter. Mindhunter might finally uh, be back for season three. Yes. 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 Which fingers crossed, please, 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 please. Yeah, yes, season please. two was Anator, a little bit
1: weaker,
2: please. but it was great
1: yes still so 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 still so good
2: it.
0: well as we talked i edited that list down and i think you guys are going to be very embarrassed with me
1: <laughs> nah, it's fine
0: <laughs> oh man oh, so so much i will recommend some more fantastic mel brooks movies Guys, watch Robin Hood, Men and Tights, and Young Frankenstein if you haven't. Oh my god, they're so good. Please. Watch. So good. If you want Robin Hood perfectly skewered, Mel Brooks has got you. Mm-hmm. If you want old time horror movies perfectly skewered, Mel Brooks has got you. Mm-hmm. Like, he's there. Yes. Also, I love that... Uh, in Young Frankenstein, the grandpa from Everyone Loves Raymond is there.
1: Yes. <laughs> like, Peter Peter Boyle. Yes. Yeah, Peter Boyle. He's so good, man. So good. And I'd say Blazing Saddles also watched, even though that oh. one has not aged as well. Not as well. It hasn't,
2: but you will still laugh your way through it. You will it.
1: still laugh. Yes. I mean, Mel Brooks, is, he is making fun of white people which is basically why we're watching the movie there's just a lot of word choices that are jarring for our time
2: yeah yeah even though it's definitely
1: more empowering than you would think it is (laughs) but yeah it mm. mel brooks we love you
2: (laughs) (laughs) we do and he again mel brooks no matter what he's making he knows the movie he's making Mm-hmm. yeah he knows what he's doing and that's yes. why even things that you just said to today's standards it doesn't hold up but when you watch it and you think about the context that it's in it's just mm-hmm. like i know exactly what he was thinking when he made yes. this
1: yes and blazing saddles it's was very subversive for extremely yeah. really subversive it was like you get it's- after it
0: yeah, it's easier to watch Blazing Saddles and be like, oh, I get where he was coming from, I get what the comedy was trying to do, Than mm-hmm. say like I don't know, Revenge of the Nerds, and you're like oh, that's just creepy. No, it's just bad. Yeah,
2: that's just bad.
0: Yeah.
2: That's just bad. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge well, of the see... Nerds,
0: Porky's eh. yeah. Animal
1: House, they're all just bad.
0: Yeah. Where like... with Blazing Saddles you can see what he was going through. Yes, like, it's oh, more okay.
1: satire yeah. than anything. Yes. Yeah which usually does better, surviving the uh, time continuum. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Well, all right, guys. Well, thank you all for joining us today. Yes. You can find it. And thank you guys for joining us on this full journey as we have navigated Mm -hmm. the films of the Star Wars canon. Mm -hmm. Yo, find us on Twitter and Instagram at YASWpod. Follow us wherever you're getting your podcasts. Leave us those five-star reviews. You can check out all of the offerings in the Forgotten Entertainment family at ForgottenEntertainment.com. You can find Colleen and I on the Bohemian Geek Studies podcast, where we are currently diving into Star Wars Rebels. I think when this episode airs, we will be just getting into Season 3.
1: Yes, Ooh. getting into the, yes. the
2: meat One of it. Be- oh, getting into the meat of it. Yeah, Mall's mm-hmm. coming for a season, guys. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> you could head to Colleen's uh, book reviews at bohemiangeekstudies.com. I think, mm-hmm. Colleen, you're still in the middle of New Jedi Order?
1: Yes, we had to take a break with posting reviews. I have them written. We just have been so busy. That <laughs> yep. We will get them all on the website eventually. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: And guys, this is normally what I say, tune in next time. But again, this will be our last episode for a little while. <laughs> when we decide what is next for the podcast, we will definitely be up on our social media channels. So stay following. Mm-hmm. And if you happen to have a particular idea for where you think we should take the podcast next, let us know.
1: If not, we'll be back for Kathy Jenkins.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we will yeah. definitely be back when the movies start coming hmm but until then like we always say the internet can never have enough nerds talking about star wars
1: you're darn right oh,
2: along love everybody you love, love
0: you, you guys. guys so much. <laughs> yeah cheers to that
1: cheers
0: i thought it was mine